0: Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, Lauren and I share a casual check-in on our minimalist lifestyles, as well as an open conversation about how we are each coping with the stresses of everyday life. As many of you know, mental clutter is an area of excess that we continually have to manage, and so we thought we would talk about some of our own anxieties and the practices that we follow to ease them. Plus, we discuss the importance of setting boundaries in our work and personal lives so that we can be more intentional with our time and look out for our mental health. And to leave this conversation on a lighter note, we share updates on the podcast, including news on an exciting upcoming guest, as well as more information on Lauren's Closet Decluttering course. Be inspired to manage the mental noise in your life and continue to join us as we live more with less. So I'm really looking forward to just catching up with you, Lauren, and just seeing where you're at with this lifestyle and really how you've been. Over the past few months, we have both been super busy and we really haven't had much time to really catch up. So it'll be really nice to talk about everything today.
1: Yeah. Instead of catching up over coffee, we just jump on the microphone now.
0: Yeah. On the pod. Yeah. We just jump on the pod, which is good. So you recently celebrated a birthday and we've both had so much on the go this, this past summer. And yeah, I I feel so much guilt inside because I didn't get to be a part of your birthday party. And I still haven't seen you to take you out for fancy tea. So we got to do that.
1: Fancy teas. You know, what's funny. I spent my whole the whole day by myself and I was like this is so nice yeah (laughs) I went out for dinner that night but don't worry about it
0: (laughs) for those that know you uh you love your time alone you love your me time I'm the exact same so when you told me oh I was like what are you gonna do for your birthday you're like oh I'm not working I'm sticking myself in the spa and I'm turning my phone off
1: I love yeah, that. Yeah, and I did. I read and I went to a fun Pilates class and got a latte and read by the pool. So relaxing.
0: Oh, that's so great. Well, I'm happy to hear that. And we will find another time. I had another commitment, so I couldn't make the birthday party, but we'll, we'll make up for it. And how are you doing these days?
1: Yeah, everything's good. I feel like the closet course is going really well. The coaching's going well. And I've been loving it so much. I feel like for the first time in a long time, I wake up and look forward to my day. So that's been really exciting. Real estate's still a bit slow. I'm working with a few clients, but I'm really enjoying that part of my life, slowing down a bit so I can focus on other things. And I hired a comedy writing acting coach, and that has just been so much fun. So I feel like I'm definitely overall happier and more engaged and excited about my work. But then I'm also dealing with anxiety from taking on so much. So it's Mm. pros and cons, give and take.
0: Yeah, we always say that with this lifestyle, it gives us a space to pursue other opportunities outside of our day jobs as as well as the podcast. But sometimes it can be too much. And for me right now, I'm in a state of overwhelm. (laughs) I'm very, very happy. I feel like I have a foundation in my life. But as many of you know, I am a race director by day. I plan a race in support of 30 charities in Toronto. And as anybody in the event planning business would know, it's extremely stressful. So I'm just trying to pace myself right now. Last week, we released an episode with Celeste Headley. And Celeste talks about burnout and, and how to embrace and make time for leisure and rest. We interviewed her, I think it was a year and a half ago, but we re-released a 30 minute episode and it just reminded me, yes, you need to take those tiny little breaks. And so I've been starting to do that. I still haven't baked yet. I still want to take a break to bake. We never bake anymore, Lauren. We never make time for that. (laughs) we used to bake all the time, but yeah, it's reminded me, I just need to take those breaks and hopefully our listeners, it will also remind you that you need to take those small breaks within the day to actually be more productive. You know, whenever I get up for five, 10 minutes and I come back to my desk, I feel so much better. So it's just taking that time. And you mentioned anxiety, Lauren, for many of our listeners, I'm sure that you have also felt anxious at one point, I think we all deal with stress in different ways. And I want to share that we have a very, very exciting guest coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. I'm recording with her today, the day that this episode releases and her name's Dr. Lauren cook. So funny, whenever her name pops up in email, I'm like, is it Lauren or is it Lauren? <laughs> There's so many Laurens. <laughs> and she has a book called generation anxiety. And when I heard that title, I was like, wow, I was like, that is so relatable apparently Gen Z and millennials, us, we are the most anxious generation in history. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, not surprising, but also something that we need to think about, right? And reflect on, okay, this is not good for our health. Studies have proven that stress can also age you. (laughs) So it's important that we figure out or adopt the tools to manage our anxieties. And I want to hear more about your anxieties and what you're dealing with Lauren and I'm excited to to connect with Lauren and kind of hear some of her strategies that have helped her over the years cuz she also struggles from anxiety and specifically there are many there are many forms of anxiety and one of them is phobias And I don't know if any of, (laughs) we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Lauren has a funny phobia.
1: (laughs) I don't know if it's a phobia, just bananas really gross me out and I don't like being around them.
0: It's so funny. You can actually Google it. It's called banana phobia. It's a thing. <laughs> Who knew it's a thing? But she she had another phobia. Like, I think it was a phobia of phobia of throwing up, like a fear of throwing up, something like that. But um, I've heard of that one before. I think a cousin of mine has that. But yeah, it's just, there's different forms. And I'm just so excited to dive in and explore those with her and figure out how to manage them because uh, I'm definitely feeling, I would say my anxiety level is probably a seven or eight out of 10 right now. Which is really high. Yeah, <laughs> so it is really high. But I'm curious, Lauren. What I what I love about you is I find that every day you wake up and you have your set routine, and I know that it probably helps with your anxiety and how managing it. So can you share like a little bit of more about how you manage it every day?
1: Yeah, I mean, for our listeners who have been listening to this for a while, you, I always wake up and read. I feel like I just need to start my day a bit slower. And then I, you know, get ready and get to work. But for me, like when I'm anxious, a lot of it comes from worry. I just, I worry a lot about things mm. and like, did I leave the oven on or yeah. where am I going to be in five years? So like, you know, like the bigger life things and I, I try to pinpoint it, but some of the things that I do, I call my mom. I feel like my mom can sometimes be my voice of reason. One of my really good friends from when I was a teenager, she's very laid back in life. And sometimes I'll call her and she'll just be like, oh, don't worry about that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, sometimes it's those conversations that can help you so much, like having that person in your life who's just very chill and they're like, you know, can give you some advice on how to deal with it, which is so nice. And I really try to exercise if I'm anxious. I don't feel like doing it when I'm anxious, but I know if I just take 30 minutes and get in a workout, I will feel better after. I try to go for a walk. Again, a lot of times when you're like in that those times when you're so anxious, like you're oh, yeah. sick, almost sick to your stomach with anxiety, it's hard to be like, go for a walk. It's like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> right? But you know, you gotta bring yourself out of that state and i'll watch clips of stand up comedy if it's on youtube or instagram just it makes me laugh and can distract me almost so mm. instead of like going deeper into my thought process it brings me out and it makes me look at life in more of a lighthearted way as opposed to being a worrywart mm-hmm. <laughs> also i'll look at my goal list i feel like if i'm focused on what I want and what I want to accomplish and work on that day. I'm less focused on what I don't want to happen. Mm. So those are a few things, obviously therapy too, but that's only an hour a week. I have to make up for all the other hours and using their tools. But no, I'm curious. I I definitely know some of your methods of what you do. So I'm curious what you do when you're in those states of high anxiety. I,
0: I have a response to what you said. So last week in the episode with Celeste Headley, she talks about in moments and days where you feel like you're not productive, you haven't gotten enough done, or you feel like you just haven't gotten anything done you, you should look back at your goal list and say like, Hey, have I done anything to get closer? And sometimes it's like, no, I haven't, but at least you should suggest having long-term goals, not so so much short-term, but like those long-term goals. Oh, right. That is my mission. Just as a reminder, it's so important to have that. And that will actually keep you on track. I really liked that because I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves with short-term goals, and it's like, no, this is a long-term goal. Some days are not going to be perfect, but again, this is my mission. And maybe some days you just need to rest. Also, I I like that you stop yourself in moments of anxiety and be like, okay, hey, I got to go for a walk because I'm in my head. I'm not happy. I'm shaking. I've seen you in those moments, Lauren. I have. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my, God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And sometimes you come to me and I make you feel better, which I love when you tell me that. You're like, oh, you made me feel better. Like this past, I think it was a couple of days ago, you called me. And I just walked outside my place and I was like, are you on your walk break? She's like, yeah. She's like, are you? I was like, (laughs) yeah,
1: I can hear. We can both hear the traffic in the background.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny because we always, and it was just perfect timing. I was like, wow, we're both doing it at the exact same time. Something that I've also been very mindful of lately is so sometimes the work that I do before bed, because right now I'm working day and night and when I work in the evenings, I tell myself, don't work on the most stressful work, the things that are going to give you anxiety. You know, if you are going to do that, take a half hour before you go to bed and go watch YouTube videos like comedy, as you said, go do something else that it's not on your mind as you're laying your head on the pillow.
1: No, that's so true. It's so important.
0: Yeah. So that's what I've been doing recently. Also, my calendar and my bullet journal have just been saviors for me. So I've been using my digital calendar. I also use a bullet journal, more so for personal things. So in my bullet journal, as many of you, if, if you've been listening for a while, you'd know, I usually place three goals every day, something to do with fitness, something to do with my work and something to do with social. So I try to make one phone call with a friend or see them in person, something social. I try to get some type of activity, whether that's a walk or run. And then I usually have one main priority at work. It's like, what's the biggest, what is the most pressing item? So that actually makes me feel better. Cause it's like, oh, I did the most pressing item of the day. So now I don't need to worry. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I have so much more to do. It's like, yeah, but at least you got that done and you can check that off. So it just makes me feel happy. (laughs) That's how I, that's how I think mentally and you know, it might help someone else. And you know what happened this week? You know, I'm I'm very active and especially I'm more active in the community these days. And I've realized, Lauren, how important it is and how much I gain from getting a sense of community in the city. So I work for myself and I'm sure many of our listeners also work for themselves. Or maybe they don't see a lot of people often throughout the week, even when they do go to the office. And I do two things every week. So I have a run club on Tuesdays and just anybody can come it's free and it's such just a great community that comes out and a couple of the runners this past Tuesday were like oh my gosh such great positive energy and it was really nice to hear and I ended up taking the initiative to go up to every single person on that run and just ask them how they were doing and also why they run and it was really interesting to hear the responses it's like why do you run oh to de-stress oh you know I just wanted to take a break Oh, I just wanted to feel a sense of community. And I was like, this is so fascinating. It was so interesting. I thought you would find that interesting, Lauren, to hear what people Yeah, That, that is
1: really interesting. I always see on your Instagram that you're up at those run clubs. That's like my nightmare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least it's it's where I find a sense of community. So with my run mm-hmm. club. But then I also have Barry's Bootcamp, which is uh workout in, in in the city. It's, I think it's across the world, but, uh, it's something that I also have a sense of community as berries and I do that every Friday. So I, I get that sense of connection twice a week. And I thought about it, I was like, wow, that it's actually really improved my life in many ways. You know, I have my social groups, I have my friends, but it's also nice to, go meet people that you've never, like, you don't, that are outside of your groups and your network. And you do that with comedy. Like, it's amazing. Lauren's like, I'm just going to go find a comedy coach. And then, you know, you've done all these acting classes where you're meeting all different types of people. It's honestly, it's so great to do that, to just kind of jump out of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, no, I, I do a lot of meetup classes and have taken classes in Toronto. So I met a bunch of people and they're all funny. So it's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I I didn't sail this summer because I went to Israel. I didn't have time to do both. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I was sailing the last few summers, a couple of times a week, I'd go and meet a new group of people every week and we would sail together. And it was I, I definitely get that. You know, it's so nice to meet new people and in different lines of work and different ages and different backgrounds. And you just learn about new people that you would never meet otherwise. So I definitely get that sense of community. And it's so interesting.
0: Yeah, I love that. You get so much happiness out of that, which helps easy anxieties of everyday life, right? So I want to also share some of our outlets on the day to day. Some of the things that we do to de-stress. For me, as we said, we go for daily walks. I go for runs probably twice a week. I always take my coffee breaks, love them. And I love to pace my apartment. You know, working from home, it's a luxury. I know. Very lucky to be able to be here because I can take a bunch of calls and just pace my apartment and, you know, clean, do laundry at the same time. I also make time for meditation. We interviewed Light Watkins, who is a meditation teacher And he really inspired me to take time every single day, even if it's five minutes to lay on my couch and meditate. It's really improved my life so much, Lauren. I know it's hard for you to meditate. You don't love it, but you're a really good sleeper. I'm not. So I have to make up for it.
1: (laughs) There's a five minute clip on YouTube. I'll actually, we can put it in the show notes, but I try to listen to it every day. It's just, it's by Mindful Peace and it's called Five Minute Quick Anxiety Reduction Guided Mindfulness Meditation. We can put the link in the show notes, but yeah, I love it. You just sit down for five minutes, put it on. If I'm going to take a break from work, come back to work like so much more refreshed.
0: Wow. Okay. I'll check it out. Well, I'll definitely include it in the links in the show show notes. Uh, And I use the app waking up. And I want to mention that if you find that you can't uh, can't afford the waking up app because there is a monthly fee. What's really cool about this company is if you email them and let them know that you can't afford it this time, they'll give you a free subscription, which I think is awesome. Oh, yeah. wow. That's amazing. Isn't that really awesome? It really makes therapy more accessible. What, what a beautiful thing. I also want to mention, I said that I pace my apartment when I'm doing yeah. so. I usually take a break and listen to a podcast. One of my favorite podcasts right now, it is called oversharing. It's a Betches Media podcast. It's with Jordana Abraham and her sister, Dr. Naomi Bernstein. Uh, Dr. Naomi Bernstein is a clinical psychologist specializing in individual and couple th- couples therapy. She is so amazing. For anybody who's listening and probably listens to that podcast, you would probably agree with me. Her her voice is so calming. She has such great advice when it comes to anything. What I love about that podcast is they have listener questions coming in, and they're answering those questions, and a lot of the questions are super relatable. So I, I think I recommend it to you, Lauren.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to listen. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. And another podcast I listen to, which is... And a different subject matter, it's a nutrition podcast. It's called Zoe Science Nutrition. They're snackable episodes that offer science-based nutrition advice. They answer all the questions that we are always asking, you know, like is dairy good or bad? What is the science behind organic food? They just had an episode about how, you know, I think I mentioned earlier that by having a social life, they'll actually have anti-aging benefits. <laughs> And the third podcast I want to mention that has really helped me keep positive through all the, the daily stresses that come her way is Simon Sinek's A Bit of Optimism. And uh, yeah. Oh. And then, of course, there's a comedy podcast, Up podcast, Another Betches Media podcast, <laughs> and Jay Train's podcast. I don't know if anybody knows Jared Freed, but uh, he's a comedian. He is hilarious. He just released a special on Netflix called 37 and Single so funny. What did you think of it, Lauren?
1: I know you it saw it. So good. It was so good. I was laughing the whole time. He's got a lot of energy. It's hard to do that long of a show, but it was amazing. He's hilarious.
0: Yeah. If you are, I don't know if you're it's really for all ages, but He really targets the millennial demographic and it's just, and and Gen Z. it is so relatable and so funny. So definitely check it out. And Jared would love us knowing that we're giving him a shout out. (laughs) Uh So let's discuss boundaries, Lauren. I know this is something that I think on our last call, we were talking about how it's really hard for you to set boundaries sometimes. And I was actually shocked by that because I have realized that you've been better at it over the past four few years. I've noticed that. And so I'm curious why it's been a little bit more challenging for you. Maybe it's because you have so much going
1: on, especially in the summer. Yeah. more. do I want to do it or not? (laughs) If if I, if I'm like there and I'm happy and I'm having a good time, like I'll stay later, or do more work. But if I'm like not enjoying it, then I want to be like, I got to get home or I got something else to do. I do find though, that as I'm getting older, I feel less obligated to do things like,
0: Mm. you know, when
1: you're younger, it's always like, I have to go to that. I have to show up. I got to be there. And now I'm just like, no, I I can say, I'm sorry, I can't make it and focus on the things that I I have committed to or that I I want to commit to. So that's one area, I guess I'm getting a bit better, Mm. but I know you're big on boundaries.
0: Well, I mean, I was never good with boundaries and I'm still working on it today, especially in this critical time in my work life, I am starting to set boundaries and I'll tell you every time I set a boundary and I say, no, I, I've never regretted it every time I feel a sense of relief and I'm like, wow, that was actually easy and it's okay if I set this boundary and people will understand. You know, I, 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 I love it. And, and if they don't understand, then that says something about them. <laughs> who yeah, knows? that's it true. De- it depends on the scenario, obviously, but especially with work stuff, there are two different scenarios that I went through where, you know, I, I'm someone who always goes above and beyond with my work tasks. And I've started to realize, no, stop doing more than you need to. To the point where I'm exhausting myself. No, you have to say no because I got to put my health first. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, there's a couple of things that came across my table and my desk, and it was like, oh, can you do this? And it's like, nope. Unfortunately, I can't do that because I've got all of this stuff. So we're going to have to find someone else to do this. And people are very understanding. And I, I'm really, I'm really happy about that (laughs) because that would be even more stressful if it was like, Nope, you got to do it. Right. So it's nice to put up your hand and say, Hey, I need help. I know my sister was going through that for a while. She was burdened by way too much work. And she, you know, they were saying, Oh, we're going to hire someone. We're going to hire someone. And they never end up hiring someone. So she just put on her for many months and she's like, "I, I can't do this anymore. But yeah, so it's important to speak up. And, you know, uh, throughout the summer is my busiest month in my career. And that's usually opposite for most people. So, of course, there's barbecues. There's so many temptations. There's so many opportunities to go out and meet up with friends. And I ask myself, you know, most of the time I do want to do these things. And I've had to say no recently. And, you know, you feel a little bit of guilt, but your friends understand. They're like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, yeah, like I'm free in this state. Right. And even with podcasting, like we have so many incredible guests coming up. And we have people who want to be on the podcast, which I'm so grateful for, but right now I'm so, I'm in this stressful state and it's like, okay, come the fall, I'll be able to plan who's coming on, who I'm speaking with. And I'm very, very, very excited for that. And we've got some very exciting guests. So uh, look out for our new episodes coming this fall. So yeah, setting boundaries for me, it's, it's become a lot easier. And I find that people respect you more at the end of the day, when you say no, if you're always a yes person, then they'll just keep taking advantage of you. You got to really watch out for that.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it it takes work. Yeah.
0: I remember at one point you were always a yes person at one point in your life. When I first met you, you were always down for everything. I was like, Oh, Laura will be in. And then you hit this point where it's like, Oh no, Laura might say no. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah one too many times going out and i'm like i'm too tired and i don't want to be here
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you're like you know especially when it came to outings with girlfriends and spending a lot of money you're like i don't want to spend 150 dollars on dinner when i only ate a salad
1: (laughs) or yeah or just like if i have food at home i'm like I i can meet you after for a drink or you know you gotta it can add up if you're constantly going out especially in toronto Yeah. So in
0: our previous episode, you talked about, well, we mentioned in our minimalist milestone episode, you know, what your goals are and you have a lot of things that you want, including you want to get engaged, you want to get married, you want to have children, all those things. So I'm curious, you know, what are some of the anxieties that you're feeling today? What are some of the, what's some of the
1: mental clutter that you're working through right now? Whether personal life, work life, I I mean, honestly, I'm trying to work at not worrying about things as much. I I just get in my mind about stuff and I'll go off digging a rabbit hole worrying about stuff and I I need to bring myself out of it. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the future and buying a house and figuring out where we're going to live and I have no idea. So I guess there is a bit of anxiety around there, but I also feel like I'll figure it out. Yeah. With work. There is a bit of unknown always, but I'm just going to get up every day and work at the things that I want and building this course and working on the one-on-ones and the podcast and working on my writing and with my coach and just getting up and showing up and doing it every day, mostly because I enjoy it, but because it's you know what I want long-term and accepting that part of life is just being anxious and worrying about stuff and that life isn't a Disney movie, as my comedy coach would say. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So so, yeah, just, you know, taking it day to day. And, you know, when I get in that state, like calling a friend and doing something to bring myself out of it instead of just sitting and basking in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, one thing I can say is you can remind yourself that you are focusing on the things that you really enjoy. You are running our closet decluttering course and you are loving it and you're having such a great time doing it and it's been a very successful course. Thanks to all of you listeners who have signed up so far and who are working with Lauren right now. She's just having the greatest time. You are also focusing your time on the podcast with me, and you're also focusing on comedy writing and your comedy courses. And so it seems like you're doing things with intention, but as the creative field is, a lot of the time it's up and down. And uh, being an entrepreneur, it's just... it's. It's unpredictable every day, but you have to remind yourself, I'm doing this for a reason. You know, I know that this path is going to be unstable, but it's going to be very rewarding. So maybe that's something you can remind yourself.
1: Oh, for sure. And I wake up in the morning excited to work. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted that. That was always my goal was to just wake up and be interested in what I was doing. And if I stop being interested to like find something out to move on. And yeah, working with the one-on-ones, I I get so excited to meet with them and the homework. And some of our listeners who I've worked with, if you're listening, hi, (laughs) they have done such an amazing job and just the work I've given them. They have put in the work to really curate this beautiful wardrobe and to like, refine it down to their style. And it's just been such an incredible experience working with the people that I work with on a weekly basis. And I feel like they make me happy. So Aww. it's it's like rewarding on both sides. And teaching the course I yeah, I just I get super excited about it. And I'm really, you know, I constantly updating it and reading and learning how to make it better. And
0: And for our listeners that aren't familiar, it's our closet decluttering course that she's speaking of. And you can find it at mastersimplicity.com, which is our website. You can do, you offer a virtual group course as well as
1: one-on-one courses, which is great. I did Kelly's closet about a month ago. (laughs) I went over and Kelly was like, I, you know, these are my goals. I feel like I don't have any clothes. And Mm -hmm. we really went through her wardrobe and I was like, try this on with this, pair this together. Let's take photos. And we really, Got you this beautiful wardrobe. And I felt like when you were going to events after you would send me photos and you really start wearing your clothes again and loving them. And I think there's such a misconception that you need so many clothes to be nicely dressed. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, oh, I got to run out and I got to get the new fashion, the new styles, the new trends. But learning how to work your wardrobe right now is like you can be really well dressed. You might need to bring in a few pieces or update some stuff. But you likely already have enough clothes in your closet and you can have this great wardrobe. People just haven't taken the time to see what works with what. And, you know, maybe you have to bring in a few pieces to really bring together a wardrobe or tweak it, but it's, you have to put in a bit of work, but you can really reap the benefits for years.
0: So for our listeners, so Lauren came to my apartment a month ago. I can't believe it's already been a month and we, I already had a capsule wardrobe and I already have my closet organized, but I still found it challenging figuring out, you know, or just really loving my outfits. I I was like, you know, I don't really like my clothes. I don't really like my outfits. And Lauren, I went through every single piece and we paired it into outfits and we created over 35 outfits and she took a picture of me in every single outfit. So now in my album on my phone, I have an outfits album so that every morning I wake up, I can just go and refer there like this is the outfit I'm going to wear today. It's made decision making so much easier in the morning. You know, having a streamlined closet already was helpful, but I didn't enjoy my outfits and now i really enjoy them I, I literally said to you lauren i love my wardrobe again and you're like oh my goodness and you're about to cry you loved it so much
1: <laughs> yeah so I, and that's a lot of feedback i've yeah. gotten from people who've taken the course or i've worked but... with one on one they're like i love my clothes again mm-hmm. like i i never you know thought of styling them this way or piecing these two together and you don't feel obligated to go out and buy new stuff and you know as a minimalist I don't like to own a lot of clothes but I also love to dress up so if you're in that boat where you still you know want to dress up and look nice every day and really hone in on your true style but you don't want to own that much it can really help you so and I Kelly was a perfect client because you've already decluttered pared it down to what you love like you didn't have that many clothes so we just kind of needed to do the finishing touches but no, it's a it's a really interesting concept and I'm just excited to share it with people.
0: I already had my closet in all of our closet categories as we share on our e-guide, but again, I wasn't loving the outfits that I created and now I love them. And in that process with you, Lauren, I was able to let go of six items. I remember putting on these items, you're like, mm. And I was like, yeah, I don't really feel it either. We were so agreeable on everything. It was like, yeah. no, don't like it. Don't like it. We never were like, there was never a moment where we were like, no, I really like it. And I was like, oh, I don't like it. We both were like, no. <laughs> and yeah. I ended up letting go. I donated all of those items. So now I have more free space in my closet. And I also wanted to add that before, I think a couple episodes ago, I was talking about getting a shoe rack and I had everything in my closet in bins. And now I have them sectioned off in a shoe rack. So it's, it's amazing. It's like this clear rack I got on Amazon and it's stacked and I think it's four, eight, twelve. I think there's 12 little boxes with all my shoes in it. And it looks so pretty when I open up my closet every day, my front closet, and it gave me so much more space in my closet, my room. And I will post that on Instagram because I think you will all love it. So, it's something I'm very excited about. I also used to keep my detergent and my all-purpose cleaner on top of my washing machine and my dryer, and now I, I I got a little white bin to house everything versus having just everything placed on top. So, that was an improvement and I just yeah. Those are a couple of improvements in my house that um it really um helps manage some clutter, so V- various tiny areas of clutter in my house. But <laughs> but back to, uh, I, I I forgot to also share my anxieties in because you shared how you were feeling. Uh, So for me, where I feel like my stress has come from are two things. First off, I love the podcast so much and everything you we do, I want it to be the best. I want it to be the best work. And I put a lot of pressure on myself. And sometimes you got to realize that your listeners just kind of want to lay back approach. We want to lay back episode like today, but you know, I do a lot of research for all my interviews and sometimes I put a lot of pressure on myself. So I'm managing that. And the other piece is fear of the future. And I think a lot of people (laughs) deal with this. You know, there's a lot of financial pressure in our world today with inflation. And I'm definitely feeling that pressure. I'm definitely feeling the pressure of being like, oh, you know, where is my life going to be in five years? It's, you know, you're on the path to getting engaged and married, all my friends, most of them are engaged or married. And so, you know, as much as it's like, oh, you know, poor me, but no, like I'm happy with my life. I don't need to be engaged to be happy. I'm very happy with where I am. It's my story is a little bit different and uh, I got to be content with that. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, what is the next five years going to look like? Well, maybe if you just start planning, you'll get a better peace of mind. Right. So, but again, as, two people in the creative field. Sometimes things are very gray and it's just about managing those feelings.
1: Well, I mean, you're doing the things you enjoy every day and that's what matters most. So wherever you're meant to be in five years, you'll get there.
0: Yeah, agreed. I definitely have a lot of ambitions. There's a lot of excitement for the fall, specifically with Interviews that we're we're gonna be con- I'm gonna be conducting, but also a business idea that I have. So there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. But sometimes you get down on yourself, but you got to remind yourself, okay, no, there's some great things happening, and you know it's it's that process, right? People are like, oh, the process can be hard, but you know once you reach that goal, you're like, oh, it was the process that was the best part. So I got to remind myself that, and uh, to start to close today. We want to thank you again for listening and to all of you who have sent us five-star ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple podcasts. They mean the world to us and they really help our podcast continue to grow and they help us get on more guests uh, like Celeste Headley
1: and uh, Light Watkins. So
0: uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, everyone. This was such a fun episode today. I love these off the cusp, yeah. just catch up conversations.
0: If you listen to our first few episodes of the podcast, you'll hear they're very laid back and they're just recorded in Lauren's apartment, but definitely check those out too. So thanks so much, Lauren, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks so
1: much, everyone.
0: Okay, bye.